Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Of course I found Mexican food. Of course. You How's going it? back down to San Diego State this weekend? <laughs> what frat house are you going to? Got invited to, not not just invited, yeah. specifically asked to attend a fraternity event on Saturday night, but my the adult part of my brain kicked in for half a second. I'm like, I should go over there and do a few laps around there, do a few you know shotguns, teach these whippersnappers what it's all about. But then I envisioned Frank the Tank. I'm like, I don't need no, that. No, it's Frank the life. Tank. That's amazing. <laughs> You're going streaking. You're stopping at KFC at what two a.m. in the morning, something like that. Trav coming over to the house tonight because it would be lit if he showed up. That was the exact text. <laughs> I really that liked my they said got. lit. Yeah, it's, it, it's even better. But speaking of, I want to be Vince Vaughn and just have like a speaker shop that I'm trying. To- <laughs> But speaking of parties that might or may not be lit, which likely won't be, but it'll be fun. So my friends and I, so the Oscars is next Sunday. So my friends and I are going to host another. Oh, we know. Uh, yeah, and I'm, know. I'm sure you're yep. well aware because you're now prestige TV guy. You're going to turn into prestige movie guy. And me and, me and you can have these conversations. But um, we're going to host a party. And so we're thinking about what we want to serve. And my roommates really want to do a lot of puns. So I just want to run some of these puns by you because I think that they're pretty funny there's no corn dogs from disneyland i don't want i don't want a part of this keg stands uh no keg stands we will not have a keg but maybe we'll do uh i don't know something else maybe do beer trucking at some point if you lose so first one for top gun maverick we have top gun mac frick and cheese so we got mac and cheese but it's mac frick and cheese right but i'm Okay, okay. Yeah, All right. I hope you can do okay, well, that. Let me just yeah. say this. Em, that's your opening. Em, wait, 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 I'm wait. Worried. You, you were, you kind of tell the whole joke, and then you didn't give it a second to breathe. Like no. I, I think you should just give it a second, and you're like, "That's my joke." Not All right, go ahead. All right, next one. It's the movie is called Women Talking. The uh, app is called Women Talkies. So we're going to have Takis, and then this is going to be labeled as one. Oh, the little chip. Yes. Yeah, okay. Takis, yeah. 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 So the next tacos? one. Tacos. <laughs> we could do women tacos as well, but I don't know. Maybe there's a connotation there we don't want to address. Uh, so then there's uh, triangle of sadness, but we're going to have triangles of sadness, which are just Doritos. And we're just going to call them triangles of sadness. So there's that. Um, there's the Fablemans, but we're going to have Spielbergers. That's, we're gonna have okay. sliders. Your one sounds good. Keep <laughs> one going. You've, you've gotten okay. you got one on the board. All right, we got all quiet on the Western Front. Is the movie the the app is buff all quiet on the Western Front, which is buffalo dip. I know exactly. That wasn't my one. That wasn't my pun. Okay, we got um, Elvis. L-, L pigs in a blanket, so like Elvis, L pigs. Well, if you're gonna do an Elvis thing, you got to do like the the fluffernutter fried sandwiches. But we wanted, we wanted, we wanted puns. We didn't want actually okay. relating to the movie. We just wanted puns. Uh, yeah, but these aren't puns. Bro, but you're, <laughs> you're not invited. Jam words into the middle of this. Uh, Avatar: The Way of Water. That's so true. We're just gonna have water available. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense. Emily, uh, you're a woman. that's my favorite one so far. <laughs> you need to is really the water. Your game up They're on gonna this. have water there. I love that okay. one. <laughs> next one. Next one's gonna be so the movie's called Tar. Um, we're gonna have instead of bruschetta, it's gonna be br- bruschette tar. Okay. So this Are you that. punking us right now? Nope. Yeah. We're not punking. I'll show you the thing. Um, and then uh, everything everywhere all at once. We're gonna have. Um, just an everything bagel because um, it's also f- that's actually from the movie. But we have everything bagels available. So those are the uh, six weeks of prep. The ten. So uh, if anybody has any better suggestions for pun related food, but I think my favorite is the woman takis. But uh, I'm yeah. not trying to put him on the spot right now. But you know who's <laughs> terrific at puns and stuff like this? Like he does a great job with our show. Yeah, he's on TNT all the time with his tweets. Is Francis and Glendale? Yeah, Francis, call he, in. He Give is me some. tremendous at puns. So Emily, you should you should Francis DM him before, and ask for some help. <laughs> yeah, before you even said his name, he was already like he closed the door behind him. And he was already like sitting. I could see him just thinking. Every time I turn on TNT, he's got one. Yeah, on I know him. he does. Top Gun, Mac, Rick and Cheese. No, Emily, yeah, stop. that's that. 
that's yeah, please. I I hold you in high regard, and that that does not top, TNT top is Maverick and cheese or whatever it is. Maverick and cheese. Maverick Come on, Travis. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I like know, the actually. Avatar one. Water. Yeah, just, just, just water. The way of water. It was good. <laughs> that one was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know, man. Simplify it. I don't know. Um, I asked you. Walked in during the the break there. There were some Suns highlights on the TV. I don't know, you know, sometimes just something, you see something and you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's it. Like you you talk yourself in all these conversations. Is it this? Is it that? What's the best team? Who's the best player? What's got the best chance? And well, I could talk myself into this, that, or the next thing. The Suns are going to win the West, right? Like we we can sit here and talk about, oh, the Clippers get hot and the Lakers get healthy and mm-hmm. the, 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 the Warriors. Has and, the, Warriors. Yeah. the Suns are, as long as Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul and Aiton are – able-bodied, they're going to win the West, right? So here, here's what's funny. Before KD even played a game for the Suns, every time in the pregame show, doesn't matter who it is. It could be Dave McMenamin. I could ask uh, Michael. I could ask Brad Turner of the LA Times. Every time we get the question, I right, pick one team out of the Western Conference. Everyone is like, you start with the Suns, mm-hmm. and then you start kind of trying to convince yourself if another team can beat them. Um, I guess it would be a surprise if the – let's put it this way. If it's not the Phoenix Suns representing the West, I'm going to give Denver a little bit of credit, okay? I I know nobody's, you got to see it from them first, but those two teams, that would be my top two. Just like in the Eastern Conference, you say, all right, it's Boston and and, uh, and Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Those are the top two. But the West is so, uh, Clippers, okay, maybe. Yeah, but I think it's the same in the West too, Al, that Denver and Phoenix are a lot better than everybody else. But I, I, so I say that if Denver had to play the Warriors in the first round, Warriors would say. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if the Warriors and, excuse me, the Nuggets and the Suns start the Western Conference Finals seven-game series. Is anybody picking the Nuggets? It feels like it's just the not that they can't win. Yeah. That's different. But if you had to bet for every four your picks car, you have, three of them are going to go to yeah, the Phoenix. Yeah, if Suns. you had to bet something that really matters to you and you got to try to pick the winner, yeah, you probably I'm lean picking towards the Suns. Phoenix. It's just yeah. Kevin Durant's just going out there and doing thirties like he's so, just floating through it. So that game yesterday was on before the Laker game, right? So they had the uh, Nuggets and the Suns on. Yeah, there is this Chris Paul is bringing the ball up the floor, and I'm like, so Chris Paul has Devin Booker on one side. He's got KD on the other side. He's got Aiton in front of him. Is that not the perfect situation for Chris Paul, that that he's basically the fourth best player on that team? Yeah, it's pretty good. And they've got good a coach with experience. Mm-hmm. Most of the players on that team have been through the fire multiple times. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a lot of big wide eyes on what this is all about. That. Because when the trade went down, Durant was hurt and wasn't able to play. It, I don't know if we had that. Okay, here we go. You had to wait a week or so for, and then the All Star break. Like you just didn't. He's just now starting to yeah. play with them. They're, you know, it's funny. A but, lot better. But before than even else. seeing everything, and before the, I think people were already saying, "Yep, the West is going to go through the Suns." Yeah. So just now, it's only adding to that when you actually see him play. So SC starts uh, spring football practice today. There's, a, you know, what to watch for and this player and that player. And a couple of things just, you know, we can get into some players if we want to, specifically Caleb Williams. But the vibe surrounding this SC football season relative to a year ago when they kicked off the football season with Lincoln Riley, new in town, got all the money in the houses and the jets and all the things that go yep. along with it. It's like, okay, this is cool. They, they got rid of the stalest, you know, the, the, this program was just kind of rotting from the inside out. They yeah. weren't good. They weren't exciting. Coliseum was mostly empty. It just wasn't good to instantly there's buzz. And let's see what it's going to look like, right? And they went out and they were really, really good. And they got very close to going to the Final Four. They win one game against Utah at the end there. They probably go. Caleb Williams doesn't pull a hamstring. They probably go. Now that's football. It happens. But now it's can we have the first back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner since Archie Griffin in the mm. 70s. Mm. It's been 50 years. Have they fixed the defense enough to be in that top four? And if they haven't, whose head rolls? That happened in a year, Al. That's not. It's supposed to take – I understand with the portal and everything else, it can happen fast. But from, hey, I don't know what this is going to be, to you better fix that defense and go to the Final Four and win two Heisman Trophies in a row in a year? My God, that's fast. Well, and, and this is a compliment – you know, however you ended up looking at the USC season last year, because I, I think people can make an argument, hey, you were X amount of weeks in, 
and you thought at the worst you're going to go to at least the Rose Bowl, right? And that didn't happen, and you lost your bowl game. That's just kind of the circumstances. Can I what stop happened. you right there? Yeah. Because I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Do you put a lot of stock in that collapse against Tulane? Because it was it was terrible. They blew a big lead late in the game and lost to a team they had no business losing to. I don't put a lot of stock in it, but that's also supposed to be a game where we shouldn't have a negative conversation when that game is over. So I, I think that if they won the game, you don't put a lot of stock in it. Because they lost the game the way they did, you walk away saying, why'd you lose that game that way? Mm-hmm. No, no, you're not supposed to lose that game that way. They created... And they it, lost the game the way that they lost all of their games. They couldn't stop anybody. And it reminded you also of Lincoln Riley when he was in Oklahoma or whatever the case is. They, they created something in their first year that, let's just say hypothetically, they lost four games last year before the bowl game. Okay. And that they weren't in this, hey, you're a game away from winning the Pac-12. You're a game away from potentially going to the Rose Bowl. Let's say they, they had... They added a couple more losses on there. I still think you could have walked in and said, okay, hey, this is part of the progress. It takes a second. You can't just overnight change around a, a college football program. And I think they created a, hey, they're ready to start winning right now. So it's probably not fair, but at the same time, that's what the expectations are going to be for USC. It's Lincoln Riley's words when he was doing his presser, yeah. right, when he was first coming out. This whole thing is going to change. You look behind me. Remember, you had, you're at the Coliseum, and it's the Coliseum behind you. He's like, it ain't going to be the same of what it's been. Right. He wasn't lying, and no, he did he, he did meet those goals and those standards. But now it's, can you play with the big boys? Can you get stops on defense? Can you make sure that you take care of the Pac-12? That, the expectations this year will be different. A couple of things. Number one. I love that he leans into what you're talking about. This wasn't a well, you know, the landscape of the sport is changing. It's going to take some time. We got to, it was we're fixing this and we're going to do it fast, and they did that. And now coming into this season, it's his message isn't hey, listen, you know, we still got a long way to go. This was we're just getting started. Like he's leaning into the we're USC and we're back, and the rest of you guys better get ready because we're coming to kick your ass. I like that. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen, but I like him leaning into it. They're using the portal as well as anybody else. In the article that I was reading, the linebacker from Oklahoma State, running back from um, South Carolina, mm. a couple of kids from Florida, another offensive lineman from what like, they're doing, what modern college football is, is go get good players off of other teams. Don't try to get a 17-year-old high school kid that might be good in three years. I'm just going to get a guy that's good right now. Um, that That's part of it. The other part of it is they've got a problem that has – already started to bubble up that no one has really offered a solution to other than you know maybe get a, a player here or there they don't play defense he's never played defense and you look at their schedule they through the first month of the season right till they get to the end of september they don't really have a game that you would expect them to last lose. year was the easy schedule right last season was yeah, the, yeah last year they didn't play washington they didn't play oregon they they, they had they, home they, games that against some of the big matchups yes. yep this they open the season san jose state nevada stanford asu colorado they should not lose any of those games. I know that Coach Prime is going to have the buffs better. They shouldn't beat USC in the first year. That that should not happen. After that, it gets you – know, let me throw one more game in there. Arizona after – Arizona stinks too. After that, Notre Dame, Utah, two tough games, right? At Notre Dame, home against Utah. Cal on the road, Cal stinks, whatever. And then you finish Washington, Oregon, UCLA. That's a real schedule. Oregon's going to score points. Utah's going to score points. Notre Dame's going to score points. Where, where are those? UCLA's going to score the points. The last three games, where are they? Uh, two at home, one on the road. Oregon on the road, Washington, UCLA at home. Okay. Yeah. That's a real schedule. That yeah, is. You get Utah kind of, you know, in the middle of it, middle of late October. This is a far different animal than last year, which is, yeah, if you win most of these, it's pretty good. This is huge expectations. Yep. Still haven't really fixed the defense. Mm-hmm. And we even talked about Caleb Williams having the pressure of, hey, you won the Heisman tr- Pretty easily. I don't want to say easily. It's never easy. Convincingly. Yeah. Better word. There was no, oh, man, it should have gone. Eh, it's Caleb Williams. It should have won it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's won back-to-back since the 70s. It's 50 years ago. Well, uh, unfortunately, but unfortunately for him, it's, okay, let's say he goes out and has one of those seasons again. Do you want, and I'm not saying both of these can't happen, but do you want Caleb Williams to be that player that you're talking about, and he's, again, a shoo-in to go win a Heisman? Or do you want, can we just have a freaking defense that I don't have to put up 45 yeah. points a game? Right? And both? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not that you can't say yeah. both can't happen, but I think a lot of the times, Caleb Williams was great last year. 
But part of the reason why he was so great is he didn't have a choice. That in a lot of these games, he needed to put up 40 a game because the defense was giving up 38. So I, I don't know how much that's going to change, and I don't know how much that conversation is going to change by the time this year is done. But damn, if it's the same conversation we're having, Caleb Williams is amazing, the offense is great, yeah, but they give up 30-plus points a game. Imagine, what if they lose to Utah again 42-40? to 40? Lose to Notre Dame 42 to 38. It's okay, really? We're going we're gonna to get this fixed at one point or another. Caleb Williams is going to win two Heisman trophies in a row. Calling my shot right now. It's only once every 50 years, like clockwork. Happens all the time. A um, little bit more information about the John Morant story. Ramona's just dropping some new details on that. Plus, Dodgers and Padres are on the field right now, Slee, and I could get used to this. It's coming up. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The woman at the window, the drive-thru, when I picked up that burrito, she's like, what, what kind of salsa do you want with that? I, I said, well, what are my options? And she said, well, we got Verde and we got two different types of red salsa. I said, let's have a little bit of all of them. Put two of each in the bag, Al. Done. Six different little salsas. It was great. One Remember of them last was, week when I had a Chipotle burrito right before the... Yeah, this was not almost that. fell asleep. <laughs> this, well, this I was look put it this way: I was watching volleyball afterwards, and I had a gut full of breakfast burrito. I wasn't getting ready to do burpees on the side of the court, but uh, it was great. One of the salsas I think would strip the paint off my car. Mm. It was so hot. Like I'm, I'm experienced enough to know that when you go to one of those authentic kind of taco yeah. shop places, kind of the darker, the, well, that red salsa. I'm gonna, yep. you know, I, I'm not good at that as far as telling just by the color. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna dip my pinky in it and just kind of take a little taste salsa verde perfect this is the first red one not bad the third one was like no hell no <laughs> not in a million years it would have killed me i'm okay with that i can go i what i can't have it do is take over everything and if it takes over everything That's then you're what done. it was it was yeah. like your tongue because then you can't melting. taste anything no then it's, it's like, like all right eating I... a spark plug <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty aggressive. All right, a little more news on the John ja Morant situation. Yep. Of course, uh, he's, he did not play yesterday against the Clippers, who got their first win in six tries with Russell Westbrook. Came from 15 behind in the fourth quarter. Is that right? Yeah, down 15. They gave up 51 in the third to sure, no John ja Morant and no Dylan Brooks. Uh, Morant will not play against the Lakers tomorrow night. And Memphis is basically saying he was not going to play in a couple of games, but there's no – you know, hard and fast timetable for when he's going to come back. Yeah. Um, Ramona Shelburne, who of course will be here with uh, Mason and Ireland coming up in a little bit, uh, tweeted the following police in Colorado said Monday that they're investigating John Morant's actions after the Grizzly star posted an Instagram live video in which he displayed what appeared to be a gun while at a nightclub. The Glendale police department said it's investigating whether Morant may have broken any gun laws. Colorado is an open carry state, although there are exceptions to the law. It is illegal in Colorado to possess a firearm while under the influence of alcohol. Uh, NBA rules prohibit a player from possessing a firearm while on team premises or traveling on team business. In the video live streamed by Morant, it is not clear whether he is intoxicated, but others are shown drinking in the video. All right. So those are the new deets. This is just bad news for the league. It's bad news for John Morant. It's bad news for the Grizzlies. It doesn't mean it's the end of the world. This n- nothing really happened, thank goodness. But this isn't just one video of John Morant doing something good. Wait, is that a gun? This is on the heels of him being accused of beating up a 17-year-old after a pickup game. Yep. This is on the heels of someone in his group 
pointing a weapon at the Indiana Pacers team bus, a laser-sided weapon. This is just a, a, a series of stuff that makes you go, hey, what the heck's going on over there? To the point where the league slash the team came in and said, we're going to sit him down for a minute and see if we need to get him some help. So no player is bigger than the league, period. You might say, listen, LeBron maybe, right? Like there's, Close. <laughs> there's, there's some players Close. that are, you know um, – you can't really you can't quantify how big they are. John Morant, good player. John That's Morant, exciting player, fun player. Yet you, you can't you can't have a black eye to the league. He's not that player. He's an unbelievable player, but whatever this is that's going on with John Morant, the NBA does not want to be anywhere associated. By the way, if you're John Morant, you don't want to be associated with any of this stuff. Yeah. So I do think they'll take action. And what what that means, you know, initially it was the, hey, this is a two-game, he'll be out for two games at least. I don't think it's going to be two games. I don't think it's going to be two months. But I think there's a very good chance. What are we, in March right now? Um, maybe another week goes by. Uh, think it could be that long? A week is, you could say, three to four games total. Mm-hmm. So it's not a crazy number. Um, probably something like that. And then John Morant's going to have to get in front of reporters and talk about the situation, talk about what he's doing off the floor and everything else to try to make sure this stuff doesn't happen again. Um, But everything that John Morant has been involved in over these, you can call it 30 days or whatever the case is, all stuff that you know, it's it's incredibly disappointing. I'm a fan. I, I really am. I'm a fan. I think, I think most people that's are. An NBA fan is a fan. I, I'm of a fan. Game. I'd hate to have. When you think of John Morant, you got to think of stuff like this off the floor. I just want to think of John Morant as, hey, here's somebody that is incredibly young, taking a franchise like the Memphis Grizzlies, putting them on the map, and hopefully that that goes back to that conversation a month from now. Well, that that's the the part that he's in that kind of that purgatory, right? He's in between being the guy that you think of right away when you think of great players, and being the guy that you think of which with stuff, right? When you think of Steph Curry. You don't think of stuff. You think of him knocking down 40-footers and winning championships. You Family think of LeBron man. James, this, yep. You think of all the basketball things and mm-hmm. business things that come along with LeBron yep. James. Giannis, the same way. He's kind of a goofy, likable, stayed in his hometown, and all, all of these sorts of things. With Morant, it's gone from, dude, how's a guy that size doing what he's doing, just killing guys in the league, to what's up with John Morant? Yeah. And that's not that's where the league wants it to be. Mm-hmm. The league is okay with him being not Steph Curry, Right, not everybody can be Steph Curry. Not everybody can be the guy selling Subway and doing all these things. But you know, Morant just got a deal with Powerade. He's going to get a Nike signature. He's getting big brands, but you're running around with guns and mm-hmm. and having assault allegations against you. Yeah, mm. we don't need that. And I think it's really, and it's informing that it's not just that he's down for a couple of games. The language that's being used to describe what's going on is we're going to get him some help. We're going to see what's going on. This mm-hmm. isn't just we're going to you know you know smack him upside the head and say, dude, come on, man, wake up. It's a little different than that. It's a little more, hey, is everything okay? And, and I think that's good. I think that we're a little more sensitive to maybe somebody going through some stuff is better than, dude, stop doing that. That that doesn't really work. It's why are you doing that? Hmm. What can we do to try to prevent that from happening in the in the future? But he's put himself in a really weird spot where the first thing you think of with him now is not necessarily basketball. It's the stuff that isn't basketball. And I, I don't you know, we were talking about, hey, how long do you think do you think John Morant would be out for a month, just hypothetically speaking? And I think both you and I think that no, I don't think that's gonna happen. Here's here's the one Here's the one kind of caveat to this entire thing. It might not be up to the Memphis Grizzlies, right? When you start looking at just reading the tweet from Ramona, um, there are obviously state laws. There are NBA laws that could kind of come into play here. Um, So this might not be a, listen, if it's up up to the Memphis Grizzlies, hey, take a week off, figure it out, come back, let's play some basketball. We got potentially a playoff run coming in front of us. The question is going to be, did he break laws yeah. either in the in the state or did he break some type of NBA law that could uh, come into the mix? The jurisdiction of governments is one thing. He can't make that go away if they decide they want to make something. The, the jurisdiction of the NBA, because the NBA kind of punted on this. They punted it back to 
the Grizzlies to begin. The Grizzlies are the ones administering this suspension. He's got the game against the Lakers tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Then he's home for Golden State and Dallas. They got three games this week. Okay. The Laker game would be game number two. I'd be shocked if he's not back by Dallas on Saturday. They play Dallas again on Monday as well. They have back-to-backs with Dallas Saturday, Monday. Worst case, second Dallas game, I think he's probably there. for Because, look, the NBA does not want their guy no, gone of course they don't. for a long period of time for stuff like this. It'll be one of those, you know, I've seen the mistake. Of my, I, I can already tell you what the statement might be, whether anybody means it or not. Yeah. I guess time will tell. Well, I was going to say, no matter what they say from this point moving forward, for John Morant, it's up to him to start changing that vision that people are starting to have on him. All right, Dodgers and Padres on the field right now, uh, second inning. But something going on with the Dodgers that I don't think has been true for 10 years. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Apparently the secret is out, Al, on Miguel Vargas in spring training, at least to this point. Miguel Vargas is not allowed to swing the bat. He's got a little teeny tiny fracture in his hand, and doctors suggested don't swing the bat. But he can play baseball like he's playing the infield for the Dodgers. There's a big piece on it this morning that he's still drawing a bunch of walks and pitchers are like throwing him off speed stuff and all this. The Padres obviously said, all right, enough of this. They just grooved three fastballs down the middle Get to out. end the inning. They got that's in a little that's trouble. fascinating. We were just talking about the break. Have you ever seen anything like that Never. where somebody's taken at bats, but everybody and- knows that he's not? Not yeah. allowed to swing. The only other thing I've seen is like where there's a game where like Kenley Jansen comes up to bat in the eighth inning because the lineup is what it is and sure. they can't double switch sure. him. And everybody knows like he's just going to stand there. You just have to throw the ball over the middle of the plate, but never with a not, not that kind of circumstance. Like um, Dodger lineup today, Slee. You ready for this? Sure. Let me see. Where did I put this? Uh, I lost it already. Here, here's the, the top five guys they ran out there Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Max Muncie, JD Martinez. Those are the four guys that they have right out of the shoot. Mm-hmm. Still pretty darn good, right? That Those are four – no, and I said Will Smith. So they've got five guys at the top of their lineup that are as good as pretty much anybody else is going to put out at the, t- the top of theirs. Where I think it's interesting and where I think Gavin, Gavin Lex's injury really kind of puts you on the precipice of this, Andrew Friedman was talking about this, they're one more piece of bad luck from having a real problem depth-wise. They're, they're right now what was – their greatest advantage was Bellinger played multiple positions. Lux played multiple mm. positions. Muncie, Taylor, all these – Mookie, really. All these guys can can move over and play all these different positions. You're kind of down to one guy in every spot now, which is more typical, but the big advantage they had is gone. And for the first time in 10 years, this feels like a team that is maybe not today, but potentially vulnerable – one more thing to one of those guys, and, and even like let's just say it's Chris Taylor. Now what? Hmm. Now now you're you have to make a move. You have to go into the minor leagues. They're thin for the first time in ten years. So one of um, Andrew Friedman's quotes. This was on. You're speaking to uh, um, reporters on Friday. He said we're definitely susceptible if we have another injury. So that just goes off what you said. But he had the solution as well. He said so. We've decided. <laughs> We just won't have another injury for the rest of the year. Good so plan. they're good to go. They're good to go. <laughs> um, now, listen, it, it's. Uh, I think it makes the Dodgers – the Dodgers have just been kind of, okay, chalk it up. This is what the Dodgers are going to do this upcoming year. That's what they've done for 10 years. And now all of a sudden there are question marks around the Dodgers. 
we're not accustomed to having question marks around the Los Angeles Dodgers. Doesn't doesn't mean they're not good. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, go look at that those first five. You, we were talking about their um, their starting rotation last week, and I said, I, I don't know. I feel like there's some holes. You're like, well, every you can't go find a rotation where there aren't some holes, but you take your chances with with the five that they're going to uh, put out there. I think just this is just so different for Dodger fans and a Dodger conversation we're not accustomed to. That's what makes this an interesting topic. It makes it an interesting topic because usually you're saying, all right, well, how much are the Dodgers going to win the NL West by? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not a guarantee, but if things just kind of go as planned, the Dodgers are going to win the NL West. And the fact that that's not the lead conversation is interesting. The fact that maybe some of this also has to do with Let's say hypothetically the Padres were just the regular old Padres from five years ago and they didn't go out and get all those players. Then you could still kind of sit here and say to yourself, all right, well, there really isn't uh, anybody else within the division that you're worried about. You know, Friedman was asked about the Padres. A lot of people are talking about the Padres right now. So maybe it's a combination of the two, that the depth that you're accustomed to with the Dodgers, plus there's another team within the division that you're saying before the season starts, wow, that's a really good team as well. That's kind of changing a little bit of the narrative. Let me throw this scenario at you. And because I've been saying it, that I really have a hard time envisioning a a season where the Dodgers are not in in the playoffs. Not necessarily win the division, but not in the playoffs. Let's just say that Clayton Kershaw has his normal amount of injuries, but maybe just slightly more. Okay. Let's say that Dustin May is still not back to form after a, a, a significant injury. Okay. Let's say that Noah Syndergaard mm-hmm. doesn't have that Dodger bounce like a lot of other guys had. Not out of the realm of Gonsolin possibility. Gonsolin doesn't have the same year that he had a year like ago. All of these things, yeah. are, and we've even had half of these things, and now throw in, let's say you lose Will Smith for a few weeks, a month. With an injury. Let's say that the back end of the bullpen, which you don't have an answer for, becomes a real problem. The regular grind of a 162-game season. Yep, There is a scenario that exists where they're kind of scuffling all of a sudden. Not They're not going to be bad. they got too many good players. They're not going to be bad, but they might not be particularly good. Now, the good news is, listening to Friedman after he was done doing his material, was... That guy knows what to do. He's not going to make a bad deal right now. The the Dodgers right now are one bad break away from being really really in trouble. But it's May or excuse me, it's March 6th. By May 6th, it'll be different. By mm. July 6th, it'll damn sure be different. And by September and October 6th, I think you're going to be looking at a, a pretty different team. This is what he does. He waits. He waits. He looks and sees what he has in his system. He looks and sees what he has at the big league level. He finds distressed assets in other places, and he brings them in. Right now, this team is good, not great. I think by the time we get to it, hmm. they're going to be pretty damn good all over again. Yeah, he, he had said something. You know, once uh, Gavin Lux went down, he what do you call him? Uh, the the ambulance chasers. He's oh, calling yeah, all these yeah. other teams out there. He's talking about how a lot of them would call in and be like, "Hey, you know, right." I got a guy. Lux is out. Um, how can we help? And I, I, how can we help? Sure. I, I think it was actually pretty funny the way he described it. Um, you're not wrong with everything you just said, and I think that comes from somebody who's got an incredible amount of confidence in a group, in a front office that has done it before. So maybe that's part of this as well. I, I, I would say it's, it's a little surprising to me that they didn't do really – anything in the offseason no not really um and and maybe that means okay well as the season progresses they're going to handle whatever they need to handle um but it's it's a new challenge it's just a completely different twist to a dodgers team that we're not accustomed to you know we're accustomed to the dodgers is addressing whatever they need whatever needs that they had before how do you turn something great greater now it's how do you turn something good back into great the Dodgers are teeing off on your Padres right now I wish this mattered and wasn't a spring training game but it is what it is do you think that Andrew Friedman gets the Jerry West treatment when he calls to say hey I was thinking about making a deal if Jerry West is on the other end of that phone you know you're gonna get taken to school you know Jerry West is gonna get the better end of that deal because he always did that if Jerry West made a deal, he was getting the players that you should have held on to, right? Just year after year after year. Friedman's kind of gotten into that spot where, hey, you know what? I'll, think? I'll take Tyler Anderson. Just you know, bring him in here. You know what? Yeah, I'll take that guy. We'll see what happens. And then Chris Taylor, he's kind of a 4 guy. Max, yeah, I'll take Max. It's like all-star game, all-star game, all-star game. Does that catch up? Because if I were 
the GM of the uh, Kansas City Royals, just sure. picking a team. Over. Hey, I was thinking, you know that shortstop you never use? I'd, I'd kind of like to have him. I'd be like, okay, you can't have him. <laughs> no, you can't have him. You know, you know the problem. You know, the problem with that is that they're so. If they had a really poor farm system, hypothetically speaking, the right? Dodgers, Dodgers, and it's like, all right, well, they only have, they only have one path of getting there. Maybe they're. Look at all the shortstops that were overpaid in the offseason. And the Dodgers didn't go, weren't one of those teams who needed a shortstop. That mm-hmm. kind of threw you off for a little bit. Like, well, why, why would he do that? Maybe because he doesn't want to spend 200 mil there. He wants to spend 200 mil in other places and go kind of fill in other holes. But I don't think you're wrong there. Any move that he says, hey, talking to another team, I know you're not using that specific player. What do you think if we do this? It's a lot different of a conversation than if the Oakland A's GM or president called. If the Angels call and say, you want my backup shorts? Yeah, maybe. What do you got for me? The yep. No, no. Lose my number. I don't want to do I don't want to do a deal with you. We are Block his number. You you and I yeah. gonna get our first team uh thick Van Exel practice in yeah. on Thursday for our pickleball team. What do we do with the Yates? What's the situation there? What do we do? With the what? With the Yates. Nothing. He's like no. It's not complicated. You're too nice. We have four. He was the fifth. You don't we need five to play pickleball. Right? I don't I don't need that. Unbelievable. I mean, I like Clinton. I like hanging out with Clinton. I like doing shows with Clinton, but we got four guys. Look, if well, Ron ditches us, we'll call Clinton. Yeah, we're staying with the four. I mean, that's not changing. It's just you can't have five. What are you going to do with five? I mean, well, I, the odds of my knee exploding during the practice is possible. That. So maybe we should, maybe just should get, don't him, move. get him over there. I'm, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I got that covered. Don't worry about that. We're getting, of course, ready for the inaugural Pickleball Madness Tournament. Saturday, March 18th, 12 days from right now, 10A to 4P at Milescore Park in Fountain Valley, the Agape Pickleball Center. You, too, can come on out and check this out reserve seating is available you can register at espnla.com it is open to anybody who would like to come come on out press the flesh have a beer talk it up we'll have talk laker basketball we'll talk about the dodgers i love talking about the dodgers thanks to michelob ultra bud light seltzer and pizza hut there'll be tvs out there to watch all the college basketball games pop a shot pickleball demos and lessons you're thinking i don't have anybody to watch the kids don't worry about it bring them out there's a kid zone there's a beer garden there's complimentary food and drink dj entertainment Anything you want is going to be out there March 18th, 10 to 4, Agape Pickleball Center in Fountain Valley. I'll watch the kids. My mom used to have a daycare. I'm in. <laughs> that would be great. Like Rolling up the sleeves. and. By the way. Yeah. What if that were the- Al and Trav are out in the first round. They have to watch the kids. You read my mind. First 7-10 team out has to tend the daycare. Now, the the downside is, is uh, awesome. the parents out there listen to these shows. Probably, I'm not letting Sedano and Cap, Trav and Slew, or Mason and Ireland watch my kids. We're not doing that. We'll probably have How are the goldfish crackers? <laughs> the damn crackers. That fruit roll-up. We need a TV and the- uh, And Barney. The, the Wiggles, Barney, yeah. and um, the Backyardigans. Every the, kid needs an iPad. Mary Poppins. For whatever, for whatever <laughs> restaurant- I haven't seen no anything bluey? for a long time. You got some bluey out there, I don't guys? know what that is. For whatever restaurant that I see kids at, everybody needs an iPad. Can I- can, Look, I don't flex my parenting ever because every parent ever makes a bunch of mistakes, and we all do. The iPad at the dinner table is like, yeah. come on, man. Oh, no, but it's it's every dinner I know. table. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that it's not common. It's just one of those, really? Just mm-hmm. eat faster. A half hour without the, the iPad, you can get it done. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. 
Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. All right, Emily, you're going to get probably a little tired of me talking about the World Baseball Classic because it starts tomorrow. Uh, Cuba and I believe the Netherlands have the, the first game tomorrow. It's not the it's not the World Cup. It's not the Olympics. It's not uh, any of those other like national or not national international competitions that we typically have. Team USA has a stacked roster. Like they got really good players. They've got the two best catchers in baseball, Real Muto and Will Smith. You've got Mike Trout. You've got Mookie Betts. You've got Trey Turner. Like you've got the best players in your sport competing for the American team, and it's like. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I won't. It's just it's a bizarre setup that no one really can. I hope the, I hope the it's DR going to- team is amazing. They've got all mm-hmm. the best players too. It's it's really really competitive. I hope it's more like an all star. I'm sorry, it's not like an all star game, and it's more like I don't know, like something that they're actually trying to compete for. Because if it's just like an all star game where people no, are like not. trotting out there and yeah. something that that is not watchable. But uh, if it's I, actually cool, no, the yeah. reason why it won't be like that is because. A lot of these other countries that are a part of it are really prideful in wanting to win for their country. So yes. the best comp is um, basketball for the Olympics, right? USA basketball. Now, the difference is you have so many different countries in the World Baseball Classic. You got a handful that are really good, right? You have a, 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 a handful plus. Okay, I'd so say there's six or seven really good teams. That's not. It's not really like that when it comes to the Olympics for you know USA basketball. Basically, the only storyline is if they don't win the whole thing. Yeah, and it's kind of Spain, kind of Argent, but they're not. You'd be surprised if they win didn't it win. all. Yeah. Right, France yeah. now with Wimbanyama. Here, here, the DR team. You ready for this? Yeah. This is the Dominican team. This is the, the the pitching on all these teams is the the weak link, right? They're, nobody's really sending their best pitchers, with a couple of exceptions. But the infield for the DR: Willie Adamas, Rafael Devers, Wander Franco, Manny Machado, Jeremy Pena. Jeez. Those are all all star caliber players in their outfield. Teoscar Hernandez, Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, all star caliber players. The Americans have the Ho- Otani is playing in this thing. You Darvish home run is, off his knee. You Darvish is pitching for the Japanese team. I really want to care about this, Al. Make me care because I I don't. Okay, so will you not watch? Anything? I will watch. Okay, no, no, I will watch, but I just know that the stakes are pretty low. Yeah, yeah I just yeah, know yeah. that. Put it to you this way: Do, Does anybody in this room? I happen to know because I read it earlier today. Not because do you know who won it last time? It's been six years since they played it. Anybody know? Was it Japan? No. Uh, Dr. No. Taylor went South Korea. No. USA. <laughs> that, that's that's my point. It's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> also, do we have a lot of Dutch like, players playing in, in the MLB? The, uh, all Curacao of us is, is okay. part of the kingdom of the Netherlands, so uh, all the players okay. from Curacao play for the Dutch team. Yeah. Right? No. I had no idea. <laughs> that's what I, I mean. No and by the way, I didn't know that either mm-hmm. until I read it, but I'd love to see it. Happy birthday to Shaquille O'Neal, who turns 51 years old today. Shaq mm. and I are the same age, Slee. We look a little different. He's, he's, he seems to be doing a little bit better than I do. Shaq is still... Magic's my all-time favorite Laker. Yep. Shaq's a close second. Sha- Sha- Shaq is just... I just love Shaq. Great player, obviously, goes without saying. But Personality. Just, he just was fun to have around. And yeah. when he'd get going, man, forget it. Do you ever hear the story, and um, M has it on here on our notes, you ever heard the story... Shaq on his birthday, it was a Clippers home game, <laughs> asked the Clippers, I don't know, his PR department, whatever, hey, it's my birthday, need some extra tickets, I want to invite family. And they said no to him. And and John probably tell the story because I think he was doing the game. Um, they say no to him, and Shaq's like, okay, cool. So he goes out, scores 61 <laughs> points, and gets 23 <laughs> rebounds against the Clippers on his 28th birthday. Why? Because they wouldn't give him extra tickets. <laughs> To have his family there, there was one play um, Ivan remember. This is just kind of a old school, great highlight for the Lakers. Shaq grabs the rebound and starts dribbling down the floor. It throws the lob. Kobe gets it, gets an alley oop. And anyways, one of those games. There was a time, you know, before. I, remember, there was a time here before. If you take out the last what is it, eight nine years of the Clippers. The Clippers were just so incredible. They didn't have any good players. They were inept. They were irrelevant. They were the whole thing. But those Laker Clipper games, 
was 98% Laker, <laughs> Laker fans at Clipper home games. Yeah. And this just goes back to that Shaq day on his birthday. Give him his tickets, man. Don't do that. Okay. I, I understand we all kind of have that extra gear that you can go to, right? That's just, But if Shaq could just say, oh, really? And go for 61? Yeah. Maybe we get like 10% of that on, on a regular basis. Not that he wasn't awesome, but there were nights with Shaq like, Shaq, you going to engage at some point or not? I wish the Spurs gave him. I wish the Spurs didn't give him tickets for uh, a game on his birthday. Somebody in the off season, like during the summer, saying, "Shaq, you get no tickets. Get him in the gym and get him in great shape and have him come in, just killing people." He's along beating the Kobe way. to uh, to the gym, <laughs> right? Kobe He's walks Kobe, in. Kobe Shaq's walks here? in at three a.m. and Shaq's already all sweated up and done with his workout along the way. Derrick Henry, uh, running back for the Tennessee Titans, allegedly on the trade block. Um, some big names: DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Ramsey, some others um, mm. who have been shopped in recent days, according to people who know. Derrick Henry should have a giant flashing sign over his head that says, stay away, stay away, stay away. Great player, beast. Is it more just because the running back? It's the position. Yeah. The second, he's older. The second those guys aren't what they were, that's it. Okay, has it always been like this? Yes. Like back in the Priest Holmes, LT, LaDainian Thomas, and like just kind of thinking about... LT is a little bit different because he lasted much longer than everyone else, but... It, but It's the shelf life. It's the shelf life, and especially a guy like Derrick Henry, whose entire game is just being big and strong and fast and smashing you into over. people. Sure. That, that t- it takes a toll on guys. That How many guys have... 10-year runs at that position. No. Like five in the history of the league. Walter Payton, LaDainian Tomlinson. It's about it. Okay, with all that said, do you think on the trade block, A, do you think he gets traded? B, do you think he gets traded for a lot? Yes, no. Somebody will take – look, if the price is right, sure. 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 What's the harm? Well, you know, we saw the Rams had a, a, a rotating cast of running backs back like They're really – until the very end in Cam Akers, none of them really had much of an impact. Yeah. But my my the way I'd flip it, and they're not stylistically, they're very different. This is getting in on the Todd Gurley business after the Rams had traded him, right? You anybody want any part of that? That that dude was mm. the best player in football, arguably for a couple of years, and he was out of the league three years later. That's how quick it That's goes crazy. at that position. Robbie Gold. Now the Rams don't need a kicker, but somebody might. Robbie Gold out with the 49ers. Uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter on Saturday reported that Gold will test free agency and sign elsewhere for the 2023 season. You know what I'm going to say, right? You know who should be having... Cowboys? No. Wasn't the Cowboys, the, the, the kicker couldn't hit an extra point? He couldn't get an extra point, but that's not what I was thinking. That, that's Chargers. not a bad... Yes. Good yes. as gold? The, I know that the guy that they had last year was okay, yeah. but what if they had trouble with year after year after year? Is kickers that can't make anything. Yep. This guy is about as sure, and he doesn't. He's not kicking sixty yarders, mm-hmm. but if you run him out there, he's probably going to make it. This, how this exciting! Perfect. How exciting was the extra points for the Cowboys moving forward? That what was the most exciting part of the Cowboys season for me? I'm like, I got no idea if the guy's going to hit the extra point or not. <laughs> that was bizarre. I had people texting. He's missed three in a row. What Mar? What was this for Brett Mar? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That was he, what he, he missed five in a row. Five was it in a at row. six if you counted, or no? Maybe it was five. Yeah, he missed four the in the game. one game. He missed the other one, and then the one that he got blocked was going to miss oh, for sure. That one was that was a shank. Nope. Yeah, that one. It wasn't was terrific. Close. The NBA has rescinded Giannis's tenth rebound from last night, which gave him a triple double. League rules state that in order for a field goal attempt to count, the player must shoot with the intent to score. Okay, so let me let me. And this was so not Giannis. I didn't understand what was going on here. So Giannis was a rebound away from getting a triple-double. The game was over. So Giannis had the ball on the other side of the floor, clock's ticking, 5-4, just stood next to the basket and shot, missed on purpose to get his 10th rebound. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone was like, Giannis, what are you doing? It's Giannis. Giannis, don't do that. That's why... It wasn't a big deal. Is because it's Giannis. Like if this were who's a player that we all kind of look at, like nah, not a fan. Give, give, James Harden. Okay. Okay. If it were James Harden that did something like that, I'd be mm-hmm. like, Harden's a bum, and he, you know, how embarrassing, bad that. for the league. Yeah. Can't believe, with Giannis, it's like, yeah, Giannis, come on, man, don't do that. I and well, we just keep LeBron it moving. Did real it? Quick. They'd be like, okay, LeBron. You LeBron don't need would it. get hammered for doing. I it. love that the NBA rescinded it. I didn't know actually. I thought he got his triple double. I didn't know that that doesn't count. But he was literally under the basket by himself and went, think. What did Grab you make of you? You mentioned his name. It made me think of it. What did you make of LeBron's dream that he tweeted about? 
Yeah, I saw that. I actually only saw that here. I didn't even see the tweet when when it originally came out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Emily, do you I, I have plenty <laughs> to make of it. What do you make of it? I think Just that it's evidence. another evidence of hey of you know, LeBron maybe embellishing on a story let's just say that it was the most linear dream i've ever heard of in my <laughs> yeah, life exactly. like dreams are detail. bizarre yeah, like but but dreams are not i was playing golf and i missed a two-footer in a match against jack nicholas it's like that's carolina linear. duke it's that, an epic game there's that but there's like grimace is in the crowd and, and your mom is there and there's and it, there's like a rainstorm in the middle of it. it's just a there, there's a bunch of nonsense this just sounds like something that he would have liked to experience at some point would do you think cool. mj is uh, dreaming about lebron too i don't think lebron was dreaming about MJ. <laughs> by the way one honest. thing that you did forget national dentist day this is your day bro this is very special. I changed day for you. dentists, and so I'm in between cleanings right now. That's awesome. I, 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 the, the other guy was not meeting my needs, so we had to go switch it up. John, are you? Slee looks at me like I'm crazy because I like going to the dentist. I like going to my dentist. Yeah, me too. My dentist. I have the Laker dentist as my dentist, and he's great. Shout out Ray Padilla. But do you look forward to going to like I, I, you're getting your teeth? But he no. actually looks forward to like, hey, I get to go get my teeth cleaned. Yeah. He likes it. Yeah. You're out of your mind. Why? <laughs> that, that's nice and clean and fresh. It feels wonderful. Well, why don't you be like me and be a serial teeth brusher? I, I, I brush am. my teeth like seven times a day. I'm not seven, but I'm, I'm good for three. Well, if I'm home, yeah, I'm about three. I'm brushing <laughs> my teeth. Three. So I'm not, it's not a. In, I'm not like Michael. Lieu. Michael will floss during games. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. Overtime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not in lieu of brushing. I just like to come out of there and. All right, so have you heard? This may interest you. I, I was just telling my wife about this. I saw an ad for a new toothbrush that f- basically flosses while you're brushing, shoots water through your wow. teeth while you're brushing. Like a water pick yeah, toothbrush. Yeah, it's made by pick. Like hybrid. Google it. Yeah, it, and you can buy it. Do you know the uh, manufacturer suggested retail price? Because I'm I curious. But, I mean, it'd be something that how often do you buy? Like, I, I have an electric toothbrush now. I have no idea how long I've had that thing. I like I, to go old school. It looks like at 160 right now. That's not too bad. I mean, it's not nothing. But Yeah, but, I mean, it'll last you 10 years. It just changed the bristle head. Standing order every two weeks. You're old school. I'm old school, too. I am. I am. Wait, you don't use an electric toothbrush? I do. I have a quip. That I use yeah. um, occasionally, but I like to, I don't know, I like a little more vigor when I get in there. The, the vibrations aren't giving me what I need. <laughs> Let's do a little super crosstalk. Woo, 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 I feel like somebody needs to do that in Mason's in- absence. Well, Mason's probably doing it wherever he is right now. <laughs> do we know yeah. where he went? He says he went to New Mexico. Oh. But he claims he is completely disconnected, which we know is a lie. That's because mm. he, he, he's been claiming this for years. And one day, Ramon is on her way in here. And Ramona said, I go, hey, Mason's disconnected, so I can't get a hold of him. She goes, I made a fantasy baseball trade with him 45 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Mason has no self-control. Al's pretty good at this. When you go away, you go away. You kind of unplug from the whole deal. I, I'm not super plugged in when I'm out. What Are you, when you're gone, you're gone, guy? No, I, I I'm always connected. But you're, you're not big. You're not big in posting or social. All that. No. Like you're not doing that a lot. I think that's the that's to me is the definition of whether you're plugged in or you're not. Are you checking social all the time? I won't do that when I'm gone. But no. you're not even like. I mean, maybe you are. Are you texting friends and stuff like keeping up with your group text threads and all that? Because um, when I'm on vacation, I kind of check out on all that stuff. Yeah, I I I definitely separate. I separate from it. Are you texting your neighbors, John? I know you like to keep in touch with that group, too. Uh, I do like my neighbors very much, but no, when I'm on vacation, I only want to hear from them if someone is taking my TV out of my house. <laughs> That'd you be know. a crappy text again. Hey, uh, well, so last some guy year, in a ski mask Last year, there were, there were like torrential rains, and a bunch of my neighbors were out of town. It was during COVID, and like three houses on our street flooded. Oh, boy. So mm. all the people that were out of town, we were like breaking into their house and fixing it, but we got it all. Every, every, everybody made it out unscathed. Does everybody know on your street where everybody keeps the hidden key? Because everybody's got the hidden key. It's in the backyard. It's under the palm tree or whatever. Do you have? Um, does everybody got one of those? No, because most – I live in a guard-gated area, and most of the time you can just <laughs> You just walk Nobody's in the door. Door. the door. Attention, criminals. If people are <laughs> – no, if people are home – They'll leave their doors unlocked, but if they're gone, they'll lock them up. Yeah, I, I'm going to lock that thing. I'm going to make sure you don't try. You don't try. Well, you don't even know your neighbors. Well, no, what I, I, mean, trust I don't everybody. trust everybody. That's neighbors. my. He doesn't want to talk to his my, neighbors. I don't trust human beings. Yeah, like it's just it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those things that eh, that guy didn't look like he locked his door. Let's go see what kind of stuff he's. I'm got not in great there. at that. I'm What's not going great on with that. John Morant? 
Okay, so I heard you guys talking. I want I, Momo just walked in. I want her to get in here before I start talking about this because she knows some stuff too. Um, I think you guys are severely, both of you, severely underestimating how long John Moran is going to be out. You think so? I do. You like Slee? You said you can't imagine him being out for more than a week. I said that. Okay, that I, I I'm curious what Ramona thinks, but I I think this is being treated with a level of seriousness that could have John Moran out for the rest of the year. Okay. Do you so really? Did you see? You just read my latest story, right? On the we no. read him a couple of minutes no, ago. No, but what do you okay. what do you know? So here's the um, here's the here's the wow. couple of this is where I think guys he could be in jail. Yeah, okay. I mean that, that there, he could have broken gun laws. I yeah. mean, if you th- like, Slee, I, I, was, I was laughing because I heard you saying maybe you'll be right, and I'll have to eat this. Yeah, but you were saying he won't miss the Dallas games. They have back to backs against Dallas. Uh, yeah. Guys, I said that. yeah, yeah, he's not, he's not even here. Yeah, he's, he's not, not in even LA. in LA. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's let I'll, let me let's table set with just this, the news. Okay, um, so in Colorado, so Liz Merrill and I were just reporting on this. We called the police out in Colorado, which because Denver you know, is where he flashed the gun, right? Okay, so this was important, all right? The game was Friday night, mm-hmm. and a lot of times teams will fly after a game to L.A. So when I first saw the video Saturday morning, I said, oh, man, if they're in L.A., that's that's a big problem, right? Because obviously in L.A. Yeah, we're not an open carry state. We're not an open carry state. Yeah. Now, what we confirmed was that it was in Colorado. They stayed over. They did not fly into L.A. until Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it's a the Glendale Police Department, which is also Glendale, Colorado, not Glendale here, um, confirmed that they're investigating the incident. Now, this is this is also very important because it speaks to whether or not it, it's likely that he would be charged. I think it's going to be difficult to charge him because even though Colorado is an open carry state, in other words, open carry means you can have a gun. You don't mm-hmm. need all the permits and all that stuff. Um, because it's it's an open carry state, however, it is illegal to have a firearm if you are intoxicated. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you prove that? Exactly. Okay. How do you prove that? Now, uh, in the video, you can make your own assumptions. Like he's not seen drinking, but there are people in the in the yep. video that are seen drinking. Okay? Five a.m. But, in the morning. but I, I, he, there was no field sobriety test. Nobody called the cops from the bar. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be. Uh, this is my opinion. Okay, I think it's going to be difficult to charge him with anything um, because there was no field sobriety test done. Because sure. you know he would have to incriminate himself and say, "A, that was a gun. B, was it his gun?" Now, where this gets interesting, John, and this is, I think, the real story. Okay, if that if it's confirmed that was a real gun, which you know people have to confirm that's step A in an investigation. I mean, um, it as is opposed illegal. to like a toy. You're wouldn't talking he, about? Yeah, but when he when he came out and apologized, wouldn't he have admitted? Wouldn't he have said something if that wasn't a real gun? Oh, I wouldn't incriminate myself. That statement no, was no, very no, but, carefully worded. Right, but mm-hmm. I don't think he wrote it. But the either way, okay. The, but but what I think he uh, what I interpreted that statement was him admitting he was at fault. Yeah, he's saying I'm sorry for all of it. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was a very blanket general. I thought I'm fairly sorry heartfelt for creating apology. a ruckus, basically. Yeah, but but you know he's. This is where it gets interesting. NBA rules, and we're going to go back to Gilbert Arenas in 2010. Yeah, I was trying to remember what happened with him. Gilbert brought unloaded weapons to the Wizards locker room, right. and mm-hmm. in the collective bargaining agreement, it says very plainly. NBA players are prohibited from bringing firearms or any other deadly weapons to an NBA facility or while traveling on team business. business yep. Well, okay. that's why, Slee, I think you're you're a little bit naive here on, man, maybe again, maybe I'm the naive one, but I, but I, I actually think, think about it. He had a gun. Yep. And so was that gun in the hotel? Was it on the team plane? Was it on the bus? Mm-hmm. Um. Who get, was, was it in his? the, was was it in the locker it room? Him? If any of that is determined to be true, they just had a, a, a shooting incident in Memphis yeah. Um, that they're still trying to get over. I mean, the I thought Taylor Jenkins last night. Did you stay for the second game? I, I did the I did it. Okay. Yeah. So I thought Taylor Jenkins was talking like a guy that Jaw's not coming back anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't I, I Trav to couch it in the terms you were talking about it. I would be shocked if he played neither one of those Dallas games. When, when, okay, so, and here's the, the fact thing. that it's, I'm sorry, Ramona, the, but the fact that it seems like the, and maybe the league is operating in the background, perhaps that's what's going on, but that the team is the one that's administering this, whatever you want to call it, suspension or time away. No, they or, didn't. But they're talking, they're away. talking to the NBA. Right. No, this, this is an NBA decision now. The, I'm, I'm just telling NBA you, I'm reporting is the on one the story. That's mm-hmm. in this on is this with decision. Adam Silver. And this, the big question is, is Adam Silver going to punish him as severely as, let's say, David Stern? Uh, probably not, because he's a players commissioner. But 
but I also don't think it's a week. So this is the one thing I told Trev. I said, I, I don't know how involved the NBA is going to be in this. And that that's kind of the overlying question. Listen, the Memphis Grizzlies can sit here and say, put out that statement. And you know what, John Morant, learn from your mistakes and take some time away from the team. And hopefully you come back and you learn from your mistakes and let's go make a run in the Western Conference. But it might not have nothing to do with the Memphis Grizzlies. That's it's the one thing I didn't mention. Yeah. And, 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 and by the way, either. By, by the way, the GM of the Grizzlies is a guy named Zach Kleiman who used to work for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He is a great guy. He is also a lawyer. Um, he is also a lawyer who worked in the NBA offices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he knows Adam Silver. He knows everybody that's involved in this. And he is a super level-headed, not going to knee-jerk guy. And he's not putting job back out there until this thing is buttoned is, up. Is I it, guarantee it. Is it part of the... Because I, I thought... I, I said this to Slee. The the language that was used in describing what was going on I thought was particularly interesting and it was we want to get him the help that he needs we want to make sure that he's okay it wasn't he committed a crime that needs to be punished it wasn't you broke this rule therefore this is your suspension well, it was more like he's going through I'm trying to find the right words myself well, think like, about it. he's I, going through something we want to help him get through this and at the same time figure out why he's Getting in, allegedly getting in fights with seventeen-year-olds, why he's brandishing right. a gun so, in a club, why he's you know doing all of these things right as he's about to become arguably the face of the league. He's got the Nike shoe, he's got the Powerade deal. Like he's right on the edge of becoming one of superstars the guys superstar. in the league if he isn't yeah. already. Trav, he's already there. I, okay, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like literally everyone you talk to. He's their favorite young player. But this mm-hmm. wasn't. We want to discipline him for doing something dumb. No, no, this they're worried. We get they're worried help. about this guy becoming Allen Iverson. Right, is what they're worried about. Well, and, and here's and here's the big question i don't i think you're like the, he's everyone's favorite young player like he everybody Mike, michael thompson who obviously played yeah. in the league and has been around forever says jaw is the most athletic guard in the history mm-hmm. of the nba and he's super like he's likable super he's, popular he's got a, a fun personality as well it is not in the nba's interest to discipline him here I mean, it, it hurts sure. their brand. Sure. It hurts his brand. So it's, maybe, it, maybe, Slee, that's that's a feather that's in your the cap. Best thing that he's maybe, got going they, for maybe they do bring him back in four days to sweep this thing under the rug a little bit. But I don't think they're gonna. I think it's serious enough where they're going to get lawyers involved. But what if what if the the Colorado law enforcement, whatever jurisdiction this is under, comes back and says, "Listen, there's really nothing we, we can can't do here. prove. We, we, we yeah. don't have a case to move forward." By on. the way, I think that's almost likely. I, I think I it's too. very likely too. And then the NBA at that point, or the Grizzlies, or if you're telling me it's the NBA, fine. Saying, "Look, he didn't commit a crime. It's a bad look. We've talked to him. We've sat him down for a couple of games. He's going to play." That feels like they didn't the sit him down. Outcome. By the way, the Memphis he's did. the one who stepped away. Okay, the, like if you read that statement very carefully. He has decided to step away to seek help. Okay, and he help for he, what? Uh, he says stress. Well, Trav, think about it. Now, wait, like help for what? I'm if, asking. If, it's not no, a no, judgment. No, no, no. I'm, I'm but but here, here's what I'm putting at it. Um, I obviously for 20 years have traveled with an NBA yeah. team. If I brandished a weapon in any way, shape, or form, not only am I fired, I'm probably in jail. Mm-hmm. Now, Ja, I'm not going to compare myself to Ja because Ja's an elite 200 million dollar player. But but the idea of and, and this comes from somebody that travels with a team. The idea of one of the players hmm. having a gun in his possession, yeah. particularly if it's loaded, scares the living yeah. hell out of me. Hmm. Um, and, and it's not just because I think the guy would be irresponsible. Maybe Ja is a completely responsible gun owner. I don't know. But the gun getting into the hotel, getting into his suitcase, however he transported it, the you know that suitcase... Trust me, I know because I travel with these guys. Gets touched by 10, 15 yep. different people on the way to getting under the bus into the luggage truck. It could very easily end up in a locker room. The there's a guy, there's a player named Sebastian Telfair. Sure. You guys remember yeah. him? Yeah. So one with time, yeah, he was playing for the Blazers. He played for a bunch of teams. He's playing for the Blazers, and he liked to have his pillow that he it helped him sleep. So he would bring a pillow with him on the road. And when he was home one day, he stuck a gun in his pillowcase and he gets on the plane and he puts his head on the pillow and he realizes, oh, crap, I have a loaded gun in, on the plane in my pillowcase. And he, he called everybody as security officer. He called him over and he said, hey, I don't want to freak you out. This was an absolute oversight by me, but I have a gun and I 
want to give it to the pilot, wow. want to do the right thing. Wow. And they did, and they oh. disciplined him for it. But that, and that was an accident. Hmm. If somebody is carrying a weapon, even if he's got a permit, it is so dangerous in the world that we travel in and live in that I think the NBA is going to treat it as such. Now, to Ramona's point, if they don't want to embarrass Ja, it, and you know he's a, 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 the Grizzlies are a great young team, maybe they do like suspend him for two more games and bring him back. I don't know, but I can tell you that the it sounds level more unlikely. Seri- the, way, the level the way of seriousness this is, which this, this is going to be treated is is mm. going to be high. I think you think he's coming back in a week. I, I do. Yeah, I maybe do. right because it's in the leagues. They want their best young players playing. They want them in. But the they court. also don't they want, want the, these storylines no, around. But, but it, look, th- for all intents and purposes, as far as I know, this is his first offense, right? No, no. That, what do you Did mean? You read no? the Washington Post story, which about beating up the kid. No, there's three. In- there's incidents. three incidents. Okay. But, but you you but, pointed but this, all those. You highlighted right, all those. My yeah. point is, this is the first time he's bubbled up as air quotes a problem, right? Mm. We bring we bring him in. We say, enough of this. He says, it'll never happen again. There's no laws that have been broken. He's not being prosecuted anywhere else. And we want him back on the court so we can start talking about jaw, what you said, best young player, best yeah. most athletic guard ever. Let's start that because the longer he's gone, the longer we're talking about okay. guns and breaking the law. Right, but here's, here's what I think you're overlooking. If you read the Washington Post story, among the things, you know, there's supposed allegedly he beat up this 17-year-old. His agent has come out and the, said none of these the things are true. Thing. The Pacers thing where they put a, a laser gun sight. laser yep. sight on somebody. Team bus or something, um, yeah. Momo, he had a, one one of his friends was banned for a year. That's from, in regard to the Pacers thing. Yeah. So the Pacers um, thing was like, um, the Pacers team bus is outside after a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, the story I heard was that Ja was in the passenger seat of this vehicle where... Um, uh, uh, from that vehicle, a red laser was shined into uh, onto the chest of some of the Pacers players and team uh, associates. I mean, you traveling can't be, party. Come on, you can't be messing around with like a red laser. Now, of I of course not, John. I have that, heard it there, from both sides. Is anybody sure it's a gun? It wasn't a laser. Like, well, there, no, there's but a but lot think of about like that. what you and I use for a putter. That, that's but what yeah. Tra- Trav, just it, think about that association with this one guy over this small I, period of time. They never miss on the side of over-disciplining, ever, ever. They always miss on the short side. How many incidents have you been involved in in the last year? You. Like, how many times have you, you been involved? Right. Zero. Right. How many incidents has John Morant been involved in in the past year? Well, at least three and probably four. I'm okay. not John Morant. I know. What I'm saying is it speaks to a pattern of behavior of on and off the court that, like, is f- dangerous. But I mean, it's they, like, like to John's point, having what appears to be a weapon on you I while you're traveling. I agree is- with all of what you're saying, and if this were not somebody that was integral to the success and thriving of a business, and if... When I can make something go away and I can at least make a passing attempt that I gave it some thought, that's typically where people land. They, okay. go, they don't well, land the, on the The good news is side. we're going to find out pretty quick. Yeah, He's enough. not going to play tomorrow, and they'll yeah. probably say something on yeah. Wednesday. Fair enough. More of that coming up on uh, Mason and Island. Momo's in for May. Super Crosstalks powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. We'll see you tomorrow.